like find something that you're passionate about and you could grow some type of business around that you're interested in and go all in yeah. and just crash it. We'll get right into it, Bill. There's a couple questions that I, I had for you, uh, brought my trusty notebook. Um, but I did want, you know, to start off with, you know, kind of any opening words or, or things that you wanted to talk about in terms of like yourself. Um, I can definitely provide some context on like how we met, you know, your journey throughout Keller Williams and just real estate in general. But um, where are you now? And, and then, you know, maybe we'll take it a couple steps back from there. Sure. I mean, so right now I've, um, since I was in college, right, we've, we've been connected and I've had a good network of people in real estate, including yourself and a lot of people in uh, the city of Philadelphia. So this is, um, you know, this is, and, you know, in college, I was kind of trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? I think we all were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had, you know, I had you guys, I had John Newman, I had a lot of people, I guess, in like the think community now, um, in my network. And, at a, you know, we'll kind of get into it, but at a point I was like, all right, let me just try this real estate thing out. And, um, after some experiences doing other stuff. And then it was like, I've realized that this is like the perfect career for growth opportunity mindset and just like fulfillment. And I, um, you know, I'm from New Jersey originally, but I decided to sell real estate in the city of Philadelphia. I kind of wanted to be with the energy in the city. And I kind of just like was able to through connections through your network and people I know kind of connect with successful successful people in this market, um, you know, team up with people, work together. And each year was just able to grow my business. And I, I love talking to new agents that are just getting into this business because I had the opportunity of like kind of starting from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. I was 21, 22, got my real estate license, decided to sell in Philadelphia where I know nobody, right? Yep. No one my age is buying homes and mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm a real estate agent. So I need to find people that are going to be making moves. And it kind of put me in that uh, position to be like, all right, how am I, how am I going to get in front of people? Yeah. How am I going to do business? And how am I, I going to succeed in this? And I get a lot of fulfillment and just like talking to new agents about that um, and always finding ways for myself to just grow and go to the next level. And that's, you know, recently I've decided to switch off to be a solo agent at this office with the uh, support um, of the office and kind of like we have a really good partnership here. So I'm super, super excited for the next steps in my career. That's awesome, man. And and let's not forget, you know, the fact of where you are now. I mean, you've done countless amount of transactions, millions of dollars in volume. You you kind of touched on it. You didn't know anyone who was transacting real estate. I mean, as a 21, 22-year-old, how are you supposed to do that? And and your answer was, you know, why not get connected with um a larger group of individuals who who might be more successful than you at the time um to figure out what they know and and kind of take it from there exactly i mean i think uh people and connections is the ultimate life hack i mean you're gonna you know if you want to do something especially in real estate like it's not hard to find the most successful person in a certain market reach out to them and you know ask them for coffee pick their brain or, you know, if you're going to sh- show up and show some potential, you know, maybe they'll want to work with you and kind of show you the ropes. Um, with, you know, we talk about in real estate, there's models, systems, you don't mm-hmm. have to reinvent the wheel, right? You could, you could either, you know, find, find a mentor, find a team that's going to help you um, grow exponentially. And I think you want to work with people that have super, super high expectations. I know that, you know, when I first started the team I was with, you know, especially Francis Mangabot, like he was had super, super high expectations for himself and everyone around him. And, um, you know, that kind of, I came in with that mindset instead of, I wasn't thinking like, oh, maybe I'll sell a few homes this first year. I was like, you need to sell at least one house a month right mm-hmm. off the bat at a good price point and make some good money and get going. That's, that's crazy, man. Like it's just crazy from the mentality aspect of it like what it took for you to get there wasn't necessarily like a piece of information it was like a decision that you had to make you know to go all in on this industry and we'll get into the think community our relationship you know between us where you're at now and um all of that you know towards the end of this but i did want to stop right here and kind of ask okay you know here's bill he's graduating from university what were your other options? Like if it wasn't real estate, what else were you going to be doing? Yeah. I mean, I like, I think my mindset in this business was like, obviously like I just, you know, I, I was about to graduate college. I could have got a regular job. Um, there's probably a, a number of things I could have done, 
but I was looking at my past experiences. For, for instance, I did an internship, I think my sophomore year, uh, summer, and um, at a super, super like corporate nine to five type of business. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, it wasn't that like I hated it that much, but I knew that environment like suffocated me. And I knew if that was the type of business or type of work I'd be in for the rest of my life, I'd probably be pretty miserable. So I, and, I, and, I, and I wouldn't be able to survive like that. Mm-hmm. So when I looked at real estate and I looked at you know people successful in this business, right, the lifestyles that they're able to build for themselves, the freedom they're able to have, the financial freedom, right, the, the impact they're able to make, that's, that's important to me and that's the type of life I want to live. So when I first started, I felt like I had like a do or die mentality. Like if I can't make it in this, I'm going to be miserable with whatever I end up doing. And in hindsight, I was young. I could have probably failed, bounced back and been okay. But my mindset wasn't when I got into real estate, it wasn't like, oh, let's just try this out. Let's see if let's let's see if this is a good fit or maybe this will be okay. My mindset was this needs to work. Like there are no other options. I have to be successful in this. And I think that's kind of what helped me kind of stand out and make it happen at first. Because that mindset, that like do or die mentality, uh, turned into an extremely hard work ethic mm-hmm. where I was going after every single opportunity. I was, you know, doing as many open houses as possible and just super. And, and then when I got that little bit of success, when I got that first sale, got that second sale, yeah. that first check hit, I was just like, it meant so much to me And it. And that, um, I still have that it. fire in me. Yeah. You took advantage of, of the opportunities that came your way from working hard. But I, I want to, you know, take a second here, Bill, you said something really interesting. It was about the lifestyle of real estate, right? You're, you're talking sure. about, you know, the glamour success, the time freedom, the ability to work remotely or work wherever you're where you want. Don't you think it's easy for especially like a younger person, you know, leaving the the school system to look at a career like that and think, wow, you know, that that is an opportunity in itself. You know, why not, you know, me, why can't I do something like that? Or, you know, it would be awesome if I was in that position. But for you, not only did you have that inkling of thought, but you also matched it with a do or die mentality. I don't view those things um, together. Like they can be exclusively separate. Someone could have the desire to get into this industry, become ultra successful, but they might not share that same mentality that you had when you first got in. So why is it that you had such a do or die mentality your first you know, couple months and continuously throughout your career inside of real estate? Yeah, well, I think I just, I think I just kind of put myself out there and maybe like in hindsight, like I said, like it probably would have been okay if I didn't like make it right away or like I didn't have to move to Philly when I only had enough rent money for one month rent. Mm-hmm. Like, but I felt like for some reason I needed to put myself in, like throw myself in the water and really see if I can make it. And for, and I think a lot of times when we're doing something, we're so like in the, in our head, just looking straight forward. We're like, there's no other options. And, yeah. and that's just really how I felt. And there wasn't another opportunity that I could have done. But, you know, I think also like for people getting into real estate, Sometimes, you know, I talk to all different types of people like they might think this is going to be an easy career or I'm going to make good money quickly where it's, you know, this is a very difficult business. Obviously, the failure rate is high, but for the right person, it could be so fulfilling and they can do so well, make so much money, make such an impact. But for those people, like it would have been easy for me to graduate college. You know, I went to business school and just get a regular job, you know, probably like I don't know how hard that would have been. I've never done that. But I probably could be making 50, 60K pretty easy, like or whatever people are paying these days. And that would have been quicker, easier. Like it would yeah. be a lot less struggle. But I kind of was willing to make sacrifices in the in the short term to kind of be where I am today. And I'm much happier that I made that investment. So let's say I'm <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, let's say I'm someone watching right now and I have an inkling of hope inside of seeing myself in, in the industry. Yeah. Um is it in my best is it is it in my like should I go all in? Like if I'm interested in real estate and I'm watching this, 
Is there a moderate version of what you did? Like, could you be a dual career agent? Like, what is your philosophy on two careers inside of real estate or doing it part-time, hedging yourself in? Or if you have the ability to take a risk, you are younger, you, you do have, you know, X amount of months saved to take it, you know, a risk and move into a city that you don't know. Is that best case scenario or, or do you see other options? There's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, we, we know in this business, I think like it's like 10% of the agents sell like 90% of the real estate. So like so many people in this business get their license and it probably wasn't the best business for them. But the beautiful thing about real estate, right, as it is right now, it's very easy. The low, it's a low barrier to entry. Yeah. So what, you got a thousand bucks, you got like 60 hours to take an online course, you could have your license and see if this might be a good fit for you. And when I talk to, when I talk to newer agents, um, I, I always kind of like try to take a, like, cause I put a lot of pressure on myself, which mm-hmm. I think worked, but I kind of take pressure off people a little bit where I'll say when, you know, when you start in this business, you, it's like, it's kind of like when you're dating, like you're not just trying to sell yourself like you're trying to figure out if this is a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. Like, do is this, does this career work for me? Because obviously, right. Do you want to work on the weekends? Do you want to have all this type of stress? Um, do you, or, or are you the type of person that's much happier 5 p.m. You check out. You're not in the office. Yeah. Nothing matters until nine, nine, you know, nine a.m. the next day. That's a beautiful thing for a lot of people. So I think it's like, I, I always kind of just like tell people like this. Obviously, like the failure rate's high in this business, but it's not all failure. It's people that are figuring out if it's actually right for them. Mm. And I, I think a more healthy approach is to figure out if it's a good fit for you. But I do think, um, you know, most people that are successful, most people with a lot of money, are investing in that are have a large level of success or either investing or like heavily involved in real estate in some way. So I don't think it's bad for the person that wants to be successful in some type of business or ambition, you know, some has that ambition to get their real estate license and become educated in this business. I I just don't think that's, that's a loss at all right there. Mm -hmm. But I think for most people, it's like, if you want to just be like a part-time agent and work a little bit and like kind of make some money on easy money on the side, it's just not really like that. And I think this industry seems like, it's going to become harder and harder for the kind of like people that are going to like dabble in it. You have to be really, really immersed in this business. And I think if you're going to be, and I think part-time is fine. Like say you have a job and I get it. Like people have obligations. You have your bills to pay. You might have kids. It might not be that easy just to just say, Hey, I want to be a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give up all my income and maybe I'll make a commission check in three months. I get that's not feasible for some people. And I have a ton of respect for the person that's going to work their full-time job get their real estate license and just start doing some open houses on the weekend Mm. or, you know, kind of trying to find some clients and then save some money and slowly work into that business and then go full in. So I think there's so many different ways you could do it. Yeah, I I agree. Um, It's funny. I just got done an interview before this with um, someone who was looking to, to enter the business dual career. And it, you know, it's an interesting conversation every time. Like it's obviously very dependent on the person's situation. Um, I think your approach definitely works like it's, you know, go all in, do or die mentality. Um, but, but as you mentioned, some people aren't fortunate enough to even take a risk like that. Um, I guess I'm kind of curious, yeah. you know, from your- if it's going to be your full time job mm-hmm. and it's all you're going to do for your income and you need to make a good amount of income, you have to go all in. Yeah, it ha- you have to be. Obs- I think you have to be obs- or, or you're just it's either like it seems like people are all either like really successful and do really well. Or they're really struggling. Yeah, you don't. You, you know, if you're not, it it would be easy if you're kind of like not really going to go that, you know, all in and work and really invest in this business. You're probably better off just getting like a, like a different, more structured salary job. You'll probably make more money. You'll probably be happier. Yeah, you have the weekends off. It'll just be overall easier. And I think like when you, if you're going to get in this business, spend some time talking to people that have been in it for a while and that are successful, and you should talk to them. And get their honest if they know you personally like get their honest feedback like do you think this would be a good business for me because mm. um, i talk to i talk to people all the time and like sometimes they'll tell me something based off like what they're looking for in this business and it'll kind of like click in my head like uh what is one of those things bill what what's one thing for someone to say to you that you're like oh that's a red flag i don't know if real estate's right for you um number one i don't want to work in sales 
<laughs> like a lot of people want to get in real estate, but they don't want to be a salesperson. <laughs> uh, we, you know, like this is a uh, this is a sales business. There's nothing wrong with being a salesperson, especially if you're good at it. I look at it like I'm, um, you know, giving people information, helping people make the most important decisions of their lives, and making it the easiest smooth process for them. But you know, this is a sales business. I know people see maybe on Instagram or on TV, like it looks kind of flashy. I'm just around showing cool houses all day. I mean. This business is full of difficult conversations, you know, st- stressful, you know, dealing with people's money, um, helping people make sales decisions, selling yourself. You're meeting people at open houses. Why should they work with you? Rejection. Like you have to be ready for this. You have to have a, a good mindset um, and be pre- and be prepared to be a salesperson. So I think that's number one. Like if you, if that doesn't sound good to you, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of different jobs in real estate. Like if you don't want to be a real estate salesperson. But when you get your real estate license, like you are a real estate salesperson mm-hmm. over everything. And the, and for people that know a little bit about this business, lead generating, yeah. finding people that want to help work with you, whether buying, selling, renting, that is the job. Like if you do that, nothing else matters. That's the one thing for a real estate agent. So that's like, if, if that doesn't sound good to you, this it might, it might not be a good fit. Yeah. And, and that's very valid, man. Like we try to like hide away from the whole sales side of thing. I think salesmen or just sales in general in today's like climate has such a crappy, you know, taste to it. A lot of people don't believe, um, salespeople are like good human beings or just like being a salesperson is something sleazy that you shouldn't be. There's nothing wrong with being a salesperson. I almost look at real estate as more an advisor role. And I think John Newman talks about this a lot. You're really advising people, you know, on on what to do with arguably their most valuable asset that you know most people have ever bought, which is a home. Um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on you know the the current climate of real estate? Like, what is what is something that you would hope the next generation of realtors, you know, hops in and and they have this piece? with them and inside of their mentality like what it what do you want the next generation of realtors that that come behind you to kind of look like or 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 mentality wise what what brings you know um them value to the marketplace would you say yeah i mean i think a lot of times people become a little bit complacent in the business and and kind of like stop growing so i know with at keller williams obviously like we do a lot of like the you know ql quantum leap class like it's not just about um, you know sales and your sales business. It's about developing as a, as a professional. So not just um, not just like learning how to sell houses, but also I like to look at it as um, growing as a business person. Absolutely. Um, you know, part, partnering with people. Um, at you know at our office, Kelowna's Philadelphia. I mean, there's a title company, insurance company, mortgage mm-hmm. company. Like a lot of ways to invest, a lot of ways to make passive income, um, and also like you know everyone that most real estate agents that have been in the business for a while invest in real estate. Right, they, they buy they buy homes. Um, they they look at they look for that passive income. They see the power of it. Um, you know, when, after a while, when you're helping people make these purchases, and you see, wow, like you know, somebody bought a house three years ago, and now it's worth like two hundred k more. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't I buy that? Like, I could have done that. So I think it's like you want to you want to be setting yourself up to be that be that professional. And um and I think I think there's that like not just being the I, I think there's going to be less and less just like oh I'm just a real estate agent. Like there's so many opportunities for growth um, in, in this business and to invest in other businesses. And I think if you're not doing that, you're just leaving money and opportunity on the table. And the other thing is really, uh, I, I would just really like to see like more people in real estate uh, craft their sales skills. Mm. It's, and it's not, about, it's not about like sales has a bad rep, but it's not about like when I'm selling houses, like I'm not going to sell someone a house they don't like. Yeah. Like I'm not going to get, they're just not going to buy it. Like I can't mm-hmm. convince somebody that like I'm not like, selling the house i'm selling my service mm-hmm. i'm selling myself um i'm selling you know and i'm explaining and i'm in its education too like why is it a good decision to buy right now and speaking from experience you know over the years helping different people buy houses different investors and buying real estate myself i feel like i have such a um so much information to share with people to help make it an easy process where sometimes people just need like it's not like they know they want to do it but they're just not exactly exactly sure how and they just need you to show them you know, here, here's the decision, here's what you should do, and this is going to be a good decision. And, you know, mo- more often than not, you know, a few years later, they call me and they're so happy that they did it instead of sitting on the sidelines. Absolutely. 
Um, Bill, I do want to, you know, I just thought of something when you were talking. Um, it's interesting, right? Like you came to QL, which is Quantum Leap, before you actually got into real estate, right? Like when I was going to Towson yeah. and whatnot. What role and, and QL, um, for anyone watching that, you know, is not aware of what that is, it stands for Quantum Leap. Um, it's basically Gary Keller's principles of success, if you want to call it, everything inside of financial literacy, um, you know, your mental, you know, um, reality, your physical reality, um, all of his tips to success basically boiled down to 18 and 28 year olds. I mean, I was no more than 18, 19 years old, you know, digesting this material with you. And I know you were a little bit older than me. What impact did that give to you going into the industry that was a little bit different, you know, maybe if you haven't gone through that material? Yeah, I mean, I think we, a lot of times, like, I know we're talking about the material right now, but I think we all could agree with Quantum Leap and QL, the value of that really is the network yep. of people that we were surrounded ourselves with. Yep. Like, it was like, it'd be like a Saturday in like, whatever, you know, we, we spend eight hours on a Saturday, you know, learning about like, just like growth mindset and trying to figure out a direction. And you're, you're around, you know, 20, 30 other people that are kind of think on the same boat with you. Mm -hmm. And then you go to a few of those and that becomes your network. That's your friend. That's, that's your family. And now we're here today. So like, obviously that was important, but you know, I think obviously like the, the material it's that content is so important because you know, it's, I know it's through Keller Williams, like Gary Keller who created this, but it's not about real estate. It's about, and, and it's, this is like, we talk about like you build a foundation, like this QL is the foundation for yourself, right? You're getting, you're, you're getting your mindset, right? You're figuring out your why, your purpose, you know, setting your goals, like, like thinking, really thinking about it and also trying to figure out really what you want to do. Like, especially for the age group that, you know, people are going through QL and I know there's mm -hmm. different ages, but, you know, I think a lot of people in college or maybe they're just getting out of high school going into college, they don't know what they want to do. Yeah. Or maybe they, they kind of like someone told them what they should do and they're kind of doing it, but yeah. it's like, are you leading your own life? Like, are you, are you making that decision because you want to do it or are you doing it because, you know, your, your parents kind of put that in your head? Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and that's one of the biggest questions, I think, in QL. Whose life are you leading? Mm. Are, you, are you making your decisions because this is what you want to do and it's in alignment with your purpose? Or is it just because like some type of programming or information where you think you should do this because it's kind of like the, you know, this, the standard of society today. And this content, you know, you spend all this time kind of digesting it and taking it in, you're going to kind of get more real with yourself and, and, and pick your, and pick your direction. And, and I think it, what's important, like, when you're young, you're not gonna. It's it's hard to figure out. Like everyone wants to know, like, oh, this is my path. This is exactly what I want to do, right? I want to sell real estate agent, be successful, grow a real estate team. Like, I, I just don't think it really works that easy. Like, you know, it, it's just not that simple or not that clear. Yeah. But what I think is important, what I do think, what I, what I do encourage people to do is pick something, like find something that you're passionate about and you can grow some type of business around that you're interested in and go all in. Yeah. And just crash in it. And like, cause either way, instead of like kind of trying some things or like talking about it, like you're going to go all in and you're going to actually figure out if it was a good fit for you. And if it's, if it is, that's awesome. But if it's not, you're going to learn a lot more about yourself and be yeah. able to readjust and pivot to something that's going to be a better fit. Yeah. At least you tasted it. Right. And I think that, yeah. um, bringing it back to QL, the power of QL, you're right, is the community aspect for sure. Like having, you know, it's funny to say, but we're in a university with thousands of people, yet there's no place for like-minded individuals who are into like entrepreneurship, for example, to come together to talk about big ideas. We had to create that network through QL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like honestly, like not talk, like I went to the college I went to, right. I went to business school. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was one sales class. Like there wasn't even, it's not that I didn't take it. Like it wasn't yeah. even an option. And to me, that's ludicrous. Yeah. Like, because, like, no matter what business you're in or what, whatever you do, like, you are in sales. And I think Absolutely. it's some of the best, like, um, you know, the best skill probably you could develop in, in, in your life as a professional. But yeah, I think successful people or people that want to be on that path need to be intentional about seeking out their, their network and their mm -hmm. tribe. 
and and you find those people and you latch on to them and you build those relationships because it, it's it just it changes everything it's I, so important i love what you just said about sales if literally people took nothing if every person in the world took a sales course but it was just them going into a room and the professor just telling them no a hundred times a day i think that would be the best like <laughs> literally just the pure art of rejection alone is so valuable inside of the game of sales and it's so relatable to life any other business that yeah. you're looking to start job interviews i mean the art of rejection is beautiful and yeah it, and it's it's fun too like <laughs> i like when i was in probably the most productive thing that i did in college was there was a um the call center there was a, the call center yeah, yeah it was the alumni um engagement association basically what what we did they put us in a room and they put we, i put on a headset and i had a script and i just called alumni for a few hours and tried to get them to donate money to the business school at, at, at rowan university wow um and it, it like that you can't beat that sales experience yeah, just like yeah, yeah. and, and so, you know and you get you get rejected you know people are screw you you know <laughs> I, I went there 20 years 20 years ago why the hell are you calling me and yeah. i was like oh well you're alumni you know that's why i'm going but um <laughs> you know it, it, but such a good experience and then and then you get somebody that gave a hundred bucks yeah. right <laughs> and, and then you you walk up to the whiteboard you write and, and everyone when you got a sale you got to write it up on the whiteboard how much money it was and then over time i got kind of good at it and a couple times you know a couple times i'd be able to like racking up some names up on the whiteboard you're like how are you doing that bill and um i just loved it it was it was a lot of fun for me and that <laughs> i just look at that like I, yeah like i said like the school didn't have any sales classes that was like a more of a job that I was doing, mm -hmm. but I learned so much from that. And now relate that to your first piece of action inside of real estate. I, I love this story, right? I remember even being friends with you, being very naive to the real estate industry and hearing, you know, you just got someone to, you know, get your first listing or you got someone to sign a listing agreement. And now they're sending you over a budget for like all this staging and photos. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're like, 23 years old you're selling a four hundred thousand dollar condo in the city or apartment in the city like how is that possible talk to me about that first piece of action inside of the game of real estate what did that yeah. look like for you how quickly did that happen and and what was the thing that made you uh take that action yeah i mean i think you kind of talked about how like you were naive to real estate like when i was doing that but i was naive <laughs> i didn't even like, and I think that's why I even got the business. It was because, you know, I was, um, so the way I got this, this was an expired listing. Um, you know, I was, I was told, Hey, you want to get some listings? You could call expired listings, properties that were on the market, didn't sell. And you could use a service to find their phone numbers and give them a call. And me being brand new, I think like I did a lot of people overthink those calls. I don't want to get rejected. They're not going to work with me or for me, like, I've never sold anything. Yeah. Why would they work with me? But I was so naive. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. I just was, I just made the calls and you know, I, I called it and this is, and I was still, at, I was still in college. This is my senior year of college. Like probably I got my license in December of 2017. So like I'm starting off like my last semester of college and I'm, I'm calling you know, I'm getting these phone numbers. I'm calling these people, just not even a script, no guidance at all. Mm. Um, as far as like what to say or how to manage this. And then finally, uh, I got somebody that was, you know, that said, Hey, they, they actually thought their property was still on the market. And I told them, Hey, no, your, your property's not on the market. Um, but I'd like to take a look at it to see if there's an opportunity. And this person was out of state. I forget exactly where they were, but mm -hmm. I stopped by their property and um, afterwards gave them a call. Me and my team leader gave them a call and I was able to lock in my first listing. And it was just because I called enough people and made enough random contacts that someone just answered and it kind of worked out. And and through this experience, I was able to put up, I think we listed it at like 450. So it was like, it was, and this was like my first week, I think week or two that I got my real estate license at the office that I was putting up this really nice listing right in the center of Philadelphia, like really one of the nicest streets in the city. And I remember, you know, I, remember, I forget who it was at the office. They were like, how did you do that? And I'm just like, I just started, you know, I just called people. I just called these phone numbers and somebody, you know, somebody answered and they were willing to work with me. But it, and it really threw me and through this experience, I mean, I had to, I had to get this house staged. I had to get this house painted. 
uh, obviously photography. Like this house, it wasn't like an easy, like, let's just go take pictures and put this listing on the mm-hmm. market. I had to prepare this home for the market, mm-hmm. hire painters. I didn't, I didn't have anybody, um, find a staging company. I was pretty much like in this, the owner was out of state. So I had to tell him, Hey, it's going to be $2,000 for staging. Can you write a check? In the meantime, like I didn't even have $2,000. So <laughs> that was like, that was a little bit intimidating for me to be, to be managing all this. But, um, you know, and, and this is, but me doing that and putting myself in that position, like, you know, when that property eventually sold and that check hit, I needed it. Cause I was just, you know, I just got started. I think my credit card was maxed out. I was getting declined to buy coffee at the animator coffee in Philly. And then, you know, that, that property closed like the next week, got out of my credit card debt and was, then I was in the green and I was ready to go and I had some more momentum going. So I think I came in, I got, I think you say like, you could say I got lucky and I kind of did, you know, I, I was doing the right thing and I got kind of lucky and it, it gave me some momentum right off the bat, which was, yeah. which was important. But it wasn't like the first phone call, right? You know, someone no. just said yes. Like I'm sure there was some type of rejection in there. Exactly. Yeah. I was just ring, ringing and ringing and calling. And, and that's the thing. Like sometimes I think a lot of times people, if you're people are perfectionists. They want the perfect script. They want to know exactly what to say, you know, and that's, and that's important. Like I said, like sales skills are important, getting better. But in the beginning, just get in front of people. Just yeah. have conversations. Um, you know, you're a human being. You know how to talk. Just, you know, call people up and see if you could help them out. It's better than it's better than like sitting, thinking about it and not taking any action. So I think I was um I was a little bit naive. I didn't really like think about it. Don't think. Don't think yourself out mm-hmm. of making money. Like just do it be simple. I think m- m- many like the most successful people are just taking action. They're not overthinking it. They're not second guessing themselves. They're confident. And especially for someone brand new, like if you've never sold anything, just be confident in yourself. Like, especially if you're in an office and they're going to support you, like you're going to, you're going to do a great job. If you care, you're going to do a great job. Even if you haven't done any business business before and everyone starts somewhere. So I think, I think everyone, if you're around the right people, should have an extremely high level of confidence, which should allow you to go out and get business. So it seems like that's really what you're, what you're telling people, you know, in, in terms of like the whole, this whole interview, it's, you know, how, how can I succeed with, you know, potentially no tools, negative money, you know, what, what does this look like for a new agent? It seems like your advice would really just be get connected with the right groups of people. Yeah. So how do you exactly like, I mean, you're going to, when you get into a market center or go to an office or join a team, you'll see in real estate, like people do business in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Some people just have like their big network of people that they, they're friends with, especially if maybe you're a little older and you have a lot of friends in that kind of age uh, range that are making moves. You do a lot of business like that. But my example, like I didn't have that. So, so I, so when I got to the office, you know, I was told, you know, call people. I was told, you know, call everyone in your phone. Did that. Um, I was told do open houses every single weekend. You know, that first year in the business, I probably did like 300 open houses. I mean, that was really the cornerstone of my business. 300 and, and open I'm stu- houses. I mean, I was doing probably I three, to four a, yeah. three to four a weekend. So I, maybe not 300, but <laughs> I was doing four a weekend, yeah. every weekend. Um, and I was able to get in front of a ton of people and, you know, build my business that way and also make some good friends and connections and not just buyers, but meet sellers. And those are people I'm still working with. You know, people I met four years ago when I first started are still people I'm working with today. So if you think long term about it and are willing to, and, you know, I invested a lot of time, like those are weekends, like, you know, my first couple of years in the business, I don't think I went down to the beach at all. Like, nah, no, like, wild you know, for you, anyway, right? I was, take, I could have probably took some days off, but I was just so mm-hmm. focused on like, Saturday, Sunday, let's get these open houses in. Let's get in front of people. I don't want to miss out because I knew the opportunity that I had. I love what you just said, Bill, because it, it makes me think of um, uh, something that the Newman Group and here I think we always talk about, which is like a worst case scenario. And it seems like those four open houses that you were doing a week really provided you like a, like a floor price of your success, if that makes sense. Like because of yeah. these actions, you knew you were – something was going to stick. And so it, it doesn't necessarily matter. Is it open houses? Is it cold calling? Is it door knocking? Is it calling your sphere of influence? Yeah. What matters is the fact that you're actually doing it. You could trip on success at that point, right? 
Um, yeah, it's you're not... going to sell a house by accident. Exactly. Like, if you're talking to enough people. I don't care. Like I, because I've done it. Uh-huh. Like, I've, I like I, I've been so inexperienced, so unprepared because I'm brand new at open houses. Someone comes in and they just need a realtor, mm-hmm. and you're there, and you're ready, and you're like ready to help them. How many like, times have someone asked you how many hold, homes you sold? How many times have someone Once. asked you? One time, someone has asked you like your credibility as a realtor. Yeah, um, and yeah, and people don't like when I was brand new. I was a little young. You know, my my, my client is probably like usually a little bit older than me, right? That are like mm-hmm. at least for when I first started, maybe ten to fifteen years older than me on average. Um, but you know, I, sh- I showed up wearing a suit, looking good, professional. So you know, like you could see that I was, they could tell I was younger than yeah. that. Um, but I think what, when I first got started, I had it one time where someone said, um, you know, ha- how many houses have you sold? How long have you been in this business? And, you know, th- and I was really green and I was really new and I really didn't know how to answer that. Um, I, I, kinda, I don't even remember what I said, honestly, but, um, what I did though, what I, the shift I had was I realized that they were asking that of me because they weren't confident in me. And mm. that was probably because I wasn't confident in myself. So you already so, lost the sale at that point. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. Like there wasn't anything I was going to say. I, at least I don't think that was going to convince. They, they weren't confident in me and that's why they asked me that. Mm. So what I, so, and what I did was, especially with my open houses, just started taking a ton of initiative, right? Like if I'm selling new construction properties, I know every single one in that neighborhood that's for sale. That week up to that open house, I drove around that neighborhood and went looking for under construction properties, got a whole list of those, got the information. And when I would talk to people, I would tell them like, hey, if you don't like any of these houses, I have ones being built that I could show you. Mm-hmm. Like I took so much initiative and was so prepared that when I talked to people, it was like they would obviously work with me. Like it wouldn't even make sense for them to work with anyone else. And I think just because it, you know, and because I did that, it wasn't even the fact that I was like, telling them about that it was just the fact that i did that in my own mind gave me so much confidence when i talked to people it w- it's like you would obviously work with yeah because you feel we, like we you're actually that. providing value right you know it's yeah. one thing to and be a realtor and open up a door. yeah I'm, I'm providing a ton of value every other realtor not every other realtor but other realtors in the neighborhood that may be who's you know if someone goes to an open house they might go to like three uh, open other open houses in the neighborhood probably the other open house the realtors just showed up to that house. Maybe they're not that familiar with the neighborhood. Maybe they're a little hungover. Maybe they're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're not as eager to help where they come in and meet me. And I got like all these, I'm like so ready. Yeah. Like I will leave this open house right now and show you how down <laughs> the street. If, it, if you want to go see it, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. So, and I think like just having that mojo, that confidence. And when it's cool, cause like when you're new, like you don't naturally, you're probably not going to be that confident. Mm-hmm. In yourself if you haven't done something but what i'm saying is like you could do a lot of groundwork and do a lot of preparation and take initiative which is like my favorite word taking initiative that's going to come across and make you come across more like an expert exactly They're, like if someone asks you a question you should have the answer like you should you should be able to and it you know it doesn't have to be from experience you could ask other people about their experiences you could you know drive around the neighborhood prepare like there's so many ways that or even like when I don't know an answer, I'm like, I'm so confident at saying I don't know too. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause obviously like I'm competent and, and confident in myself. So, and you know, you'll get yeah. the answer, right? Like the, the common yeah. theme here is just like leverage through people that have done this before. I think Gary Keller yeah. has a quote where he always says like standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Um, the giants yeah. that came before you, uh, this isn't like, we're recreating the the human cycle or anything like that. This is homes. We're, we're not rocket scientists. We're not, you know, engineers that are developing some crazy technology, you know, although yeah. we are helping people with their biggest asset. Um, it's pretty simple. You know, it, it's not like too complex yet. I feel no. like newer agents, because this is such a broad industry, it's easy to look at it as a whole and get very spaced out. Um, what would you What would you say to someone who, you know, maybe is watching this right now, is already a month or two in, um, you know, on a team, solo agent, you know, but they're connected with a brokerage nonetheless. You know, what's the most tactical way for them to, you know, almost leverage their success through other people, do you think? Is it just networking? Is there something more to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's like 
not just like people, but the right people. And it, and I think if you find the right mentor in the beginning, which I think is like, I don't really think people should like start off just as like a solo real estate agent mm-hmm. these days yeah. and just try to figure it out in like a, on their own in like a silo. I think that's a terrible way. Like it's, you're going to, it's going to, you're going to learn your lessons and it might mm-hmm. cost you. And it might be the reason you don't succeed or make it further in this business. But yeah, I think it's like, be, be very selective. Um, when, when you're getting and in, like, you don't have to join up with the first person you grab coffee with in real yeah. estate, like, like take your time, like, like, you know, and, and a real estate, like if someone came up to me and they were like, Hey Bill, I want to work with you as partner up. Um, and they told, and I was like, yeah, this sounds good. But then they were like, Hey, but I also want to meet with a bunch of other people. I want to meet with some other people just to make sure I'm making the right decision. I would be, that would, that would be a sign to me that they're actually thinking about this and yeah. that they're, make, they're looking to make a really good decision. And in this business, like time is the most valuable asset and mm. you just want to like make sure you're connected with the right people and that you're, then it's going to be a good partnership. And that also be, be clear and upfront, like, are they willing to invest the time in you mm-hmm. to help you grow your career? And you want to, you want to kind of have a good back and forth relationship. And I think it's just like, don't, don't rush into these things, yeah. speak to people and find a good mentor. Like before you join up with a team or an office, find somebody that you really trust that is successful or where you want to be and run these decisions by them before you make it. I think it's, it's going to be such a game changer and you're going to be like, you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. in the beginning. So you need to seek out people that are going to be able to point you in the right direction. Yeah. And even uh, look at yourself, right? There's a lot of ego that comes into maybe like, or ego death, if you want to call it that, that comes into joining a team, right? You know, like, oh, I'm going to be a part of another person's team. Like I'm not doing my own thing. I got into real estate because I want to be independent. Yeah, It took you two teams to finally then go and be solo. It's not like you were this is the end destination for you, you know, by any means, but speak to what, you know, joining a team did for you as a brand new agent, you know, in the business. And it it could be any team. It doesn't have to be one broker or anything in particular. You know, what was it that really um, sold you on, you know, a team when you were um, starting off? Yeah, I think for me, it was like, I was just looking for that support system and to be around people that I'm going to be able to learn from. Mm. And also, you know, obviously like when you join a team, there's going to be you, when you speak to somebody you're interviewing for a team, obviously you'll ask, what are you going to provide for me? Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of things that come with team are leads, right. Maybe they have a lead generation system. They're going to give you some buyer seller leads. Um, They're going to give you, they they probably have some assistance, some administrative help, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be a game changer. You know, they're going to help run your deals. They can have a marketing assistant. Um, you know, in addition to which I think is super important, it's just like the overall like help with the deals, like your first sale, just, it's not even like, you know, you sell a house, you put on the market, but there's always stuff that comes up that you've never seen before. And I still have these situations. Um, and sometimes I have to ask, I have to call the broker. I have to to get a second opinion on things, but you know, and you're going to be dealing, you're going to have tough conversations if things aren't going smooth, right in these deals, which sometimes they don't, or sometimes like there's challenges, you have to kind of, you know, have the answer and be willing to kind of like have a, have a tough conversation with people and give them the information, not just tell people what they want to hear, tell them what they need to hear, and, you know, and just be a, pro- as long as you're a professional about it, you know, you're going to do the right thing for people and help them out. But, you know, that's a skill or that, that's a learned behavior. Yeah. That's not something that naturally, because like, I think, you know, people want to avoid confrontation. They want to maybe avoid the tough conversation if they don't have to tell people what they want to hear. Um, so it's just like, and, and I think you want to find professionals in this business that are, that are doing things the right way. So you could really learn how to have those conversations. Um, cause that, I think that's like, when I think back like to the beginning, those were like the hard things, like, like those stressful situations where me as a real estate professional had to kind of like man up take care of it, do the right thing, make, you know, mm-hmm. squash it in the beginning or whatever. It was. Even if it was difficult, like have that tough conversation and get through it. But I think but for me, like, you know, I, I've been on teams um, and what I always look for in my, like, it's not, a, for me, it's not really about like doing my own thing or like having my name on the sign. For me, it's about growth. If I feel 
I, and this is what I, it's just, and it's not even like something I think you quantify. Like it's not even about growing my income. It's like, do I feel like I'm growing as a professional? Yeah. Do I feel like I'm putting myself out there for the next obstacle? I feel like I've been able to develop myself as a professional and have, and I have the right mindset. We're like, I'm ready for the next challenge. Yeah. I'm ready to grow myself. I want to put myself in, I feel like I need to put myself in a position to do something that's like difficult and big and impactful. And that's what I'm excited for. And I feel like you could have that on a team too, mm-hmm. or you could have, or you could be a solo agent and start your own thing. But I encourage you, if you feel like you're complacent, complacent in any way in your business, you need to kind of find that next driver, which might be putting yourself out there in some type of different way or shifting your business. Um, but it, it, it will just really depend on your situation. So do you think it's possible that the right person could join the wrong team and still succeed inside of real estate then? Yes. Why do you say I that? Think it's, I just think the right people are going to figure are, are going to figure out this business. Um, like they're going to they're going to they're going to like they're going to find the business. Like even if you know if you're on a team, you're doing some business and you're getting some deals done. But maybe like your team leader or whoever you're working with, maybe like they're not morally in line with you or something. Like you could still be doing business and doing good business, but maybe like you're in your gut, you're just not feeling good about it. Yeah. So you would you know you but still this is good experience where you're selling houses you're getting yourself established but then you're like kind of growing as a professional in a way where you're like all right i want to run business differently like i want to work with people like this and then you're on your own so i think it's like if you're obviously you want to you want to pick the right people off the jump and start off right but it, I, I think there's just like as long as you're making some progress and and getting and getting out there and learning you're, you can make moves and this is a type of business where it's like it's not like I have a salary and I'm like on this like health benefit and all this thing with my team. Like yeah. we're all independent contractors. And what you'll see in the business, people make moves all the time. Absolutely. And, and it's, and I think, I don't think it's like people are flaky. It's just like people want, people need to make the decision that's best for them. Yep. And that's, and that's part of being an adult and it could be, it could be difficult, but you know, that's, that's what I feel like I've always done. Put myself around the best people possible, made those decisions and at the end of the day, I need to take care of myself, look out for myself, because that's going to allow me to do bigger things, do have a bigger impact, and, and you know, and just feel more in line with my business, which which is so important. When I interview new agents um, and they talk to me about like interviewing at other brokerages or teams, I always like give them questions to ask the other people that they're yeah. interviewing. One that I always throw out there, and I think it's an important question to ask is. Who am I becoming by joining this team? Like you touched on, but then also to take it another angle, like how are you guys getting me listing appointments or listing leads? Like I don't care about a rental lead. I want to know how to get a seller. What questions would you give to a new person that's looking to join a team um, or affiliate with a brokerage? What are the questions that they should be asking the person that's doing the interview? Um, Oh, I think it's important like, Number one, like for a new agent, like and if you gonna, say split, I'll strangle you, Bill, because the split does not matter. I'm kidding. No, yeah, I mean, it's money, obviously. No, um, but no, I think it's like a lot of times, like you'll find like a team leader or something that you really like, but you'll you'll join the team and you realize like that person's not actually available for me mm. to call, like when I need them. So, like, be, I think you want to be very like obviously time is like time is the commodity in this business. Uh, you want to make sure you have clear like, hey, when I need something. Or when I'm struggling with a deal, mm-hmm. can I call you? Are you going to help me out? Are you going to come on my listing appointment? Because I'm new and I, I'm going to need mm-hmm. your help. So I think like clear being cl- it depends on what you need. Like if you're brand new and you know you need a lot of guidance, you want to be very clear about where am I getting training? Who's going to help me? Who's going to help me get yeah, this? Are done? you going to walk Say me through already, this transaction basically and whatnot? Yeah, who's going to get this thing to closing? Or if you've already been like for me right now, like if I was going to join a team, like I would be like I don't need like I don't need you to I could sell a house at yeah. this point. Right. But I want what's the lead gen system, right? How is business coming in? Here's what's important. Like real estate, we talk about like life by design in real estate. Like you want to create your life. You want to get, you know, get around people or, you know, just like set goals and create the life you want. And also business by design, right? Like if you want to ask them about what type of business they sell, like if you want to sell like multi million dollar condos in the center of a city, Join a team that already does that. Mm. Don't join a team in the suburbs that's not doing that. Yeah. If you like, for for me, like I do a lot of like new construction sales in the city. I've always kind of worked with teams that did a lot of that, so we had good synergy. 
Um, so you, you want it because like a lot of times we'll see agents join a team and then leave a team because they it's just like the type of business. So I think it's like it's hard to know when you first start off, but you want to have some type of idea of what type of business, what type of real estate you want to sell and what type of clientele you want to work with. And that might actually guide you to the right team. Absolutely. Um, a lot of this is like inner work, right? Or like inner thoughts that you have to have. Um, a lot of that we teach at QL for anyone watching right now, you know, keep an eye out for a lot of the QL content, you know, that we're going to be producing. Um, but at the same time, I love this narrative of you don't even need to have it all figure it out to at least start the process, right? You know, to bring it back to something that you spoke on, you know, in the beginning of this interview with you can't necessarily connect the dots looking forward of, oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. Sure. And I think even about our relationship, you know, me and you being at one point, I wasn't even involved in real estate and you were out there crushing mad volume, mad business. And then it took me a, a couple years to, you know, finally get reinvolved in the industry. You know, I'm happy that I have the door knocking experience, the solar experience, the rejection, yep. the working with startups in the same way that, you know, you're happy that you might have worked at Barnes and Noble Starbucks or the um, or the the call center at Rowan. Right. You know, it, these little experiences, you know, that at the time they don't really seem like anything. They wind up adding up over time um, to be really impactful. So um, just forecasting here, you know, uh, now that we're, we're wrapping towards the end of this and we'll open it up for maybe one or two questions if possible, what are you looking forward to the next six to 12 months, Bill? Like if you could connect the dots looking forward, what is something that you're really looking to, you know, itch a little bit more inside of your business or life? You know, what is something that you're really excited to get into? Yeah. I mean, I think there's just so much in like the, the industry is changing, the market shifting, mm -hmm. the interest rates are going up, prices are going up. So right now it's just like, who knows where we're going to be in it's, it's, yeah, six yeah. months to 12 months from now. It's like, this could be, I could, who knows, you know, but um, right now it's like, I've recently shifted to a solo agent at the office and I have a great partnership here, you know, with the, with the owners, with the leadership here. So, you know, what I'm kind of looking forward to is finding a way to, you know, establish myself at least as a solo agent, who knows, maybe, you know, get to the next level of my development where, you know, I could be hiring an assistant, bring on someone part-time potentially, and, you know, maybe grow more agents around me and help build a community like you guys are doing. And, um, you know, I think it's like, for me, I'm looking for growth, uh, growing myself, growing my business, growing professionally. And I just see like where right now I feel like I'm putting myself out there a little bit more where, you know, I'm kind of doing my own thing in a way. And I'm going to have challenges ahead of me that I'm excited for. So I'm just looking to, for, for that, like next step, I'm becoming, you know, a better business person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want to, I want to buy another house as soon as possible Let's go. and, um, you know, invest in real estate, invest in these other businesses around the company, the title company, you know, buy more title shares, get more passive income coming. And like, I, I get so much fulfillment, you know, at this office, I'm in the growth committee, I'm talking to new agents. I want to find more people that are kind of had the right mindset and that would be like, get so much fulfillment and be successful in this business that maybe aren't in it or maybe aren't thinking about it into this business and show them like how great their life could be if they were, if they were surrounded themselves with the right people and really dug into this. Cause I think in 2022, right. With COVID hitting with like work, everyone working from home, I just don't think there's any excuse to work in an industry that you don't like, like there's mm -hmm. no reason to wake up every day and do a job that you hate. Like I get it if you're struggling and you're just trying to get there, but like you could be a part-time real estate agent while you're doing that. I think the, there's so much opportunity right now. I'm so excited to talk to people about getting into this industry or something like it in sales and you know pushing their life forward and just living the life they really love. Yeah, I mean that that's an awesome way um, to segue into, you know, some questions hopefully. Um but, you know, we'll feed them from the community and I'll, I'll definitely keep you updated with that, Bill. I think that we'll have, um, sure. you know, a, a great um, opportunity to obviously help, you know, those those new um, agents, you know, in this new generation of realtors getting into the industry. Um, yep. But 
is there anything else, you know, that, you know, if, if you wanted to get your message out there, it seems like obviously figuring it out is a mixture of just taking blind action and knowing why you do the things that you do. Um, is there yeah. anything else that you, you wanted to say to maybe that new person's that thinking about, you know, entering the industry and isn't really quite sure where to start? Yeah, I think, well, obviously like we've, we've harped on it enough, I think, but you need to find, find the right people, you know, get, get, get your network. Right. And, um, if you're not sure that it's, you shouldn't be like a hundred percent sure when you first get started, if you want to be in this business, cause like, you just don't, you just don't know until you get started. Um, and then it's like, I think what you want to do is, is go all in. Like, if you think it's something you want to try, go all in, you're going to really see if it's a good fit for you or not. And you know, that's, and then, and then, you know, cut yourself some slack, I think, <laughs> like, yeah. unlike I did, but you know, it's like, feel it out, see if it talk to a lot of people and, you know, make sure that it's actually a good fit for you. Cause at the end of the day, I mean, you want to be happy. You want to love this business. I plan on doing this for a very long time, right? I'm not like looking for like an exit strategy or any, or anything like that. I enjoy this business. I enjoy that. that I I'm excited for the fact that I think it's going to, there's going to be a lot of challenges ahead of me and I'm just getting started. I'm going to, I'm going to beginner. I know we're talking about like some of my success in the past. I feel like I'm just getting started yeah. in my career, in my relationships. Like this is the beginning right now. Are you excited for it to get harder? I think I'm um, like, as the I'm, market shifts, more agents come into the business. Like, you know, are you excited for that? Or are you looking forward to that? I'm not really looking forward to like anything, like the market shifting or things actually like oh, yeah, bad yeah, things yeah. happening in the economy. But I think uh-huh. I'm excited that I feel like I've developed myself to the type of person where I'm ready for the next challenge. Mm. And that's what I'm looking for. And I feel like that's what I'm going to continue to get fulfillment out of. And for, for example, like if I, I would take it, if I was starting my own team and I brought an agent on and I was going to help them be successful in this career, I would put it so much that that would mean so much to me to make sure that they're going to be successful because that's their livelihood. That's their money. That's their Mm -hmm. family. And I feel like that, like, that leadership position of being a team leader would help me grow so much. And I think a lot of the groundwork that I've done the past few years in this business has led me to a point where I'm ready for that. So that's what I'm excited for. And I don't like, that's the type of challenges and the difficult kind of things that I'm obstacles that I'm super excited and ready for right now. And think about how much it meant to you, right? Like your first transaction down a couple thousand on your credit card. And then all of a sudden you're up. You know, and think about like that feeling of, oh, I'm in the green now. I have opportunity. I I, I can go and and achieve more out of my business because I closed the deal finally. Think about how that feeling it gave you and and passing that along to a a newer agent. I mean, that must feel incredible. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that first check you get, it's not about the money, but like you made money out of thin air. Like you did a open, you did an open mm. house on a Saturday. You met some random family that needs to buy a new house. It costs you nothing. Now, you just, you just spent some time doing it. Yeah. You, you know you you they're looking for something. You help them out. They're happy. You help them. I'm happy to. I'm looking for business. Right. This is a great relationship. Yeah. And just because you put some effort and time and took some initiative, got your real estate license, and you get a check for five grand out of nowhere. It's yeah. like the, it's it's awesome, and it's like. You, you just really feel like you earned that too. Like you were, it's not like some, it's like a handout or like you mm-hmm. didn't deserve that. Like you put, you, it's not, like I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like it's easy. Like it's not, like it's, yeah. this, is, this is not an easy business. But when you, when you put in that hard work and you get rewarded for it, it's a beautiful thing. And that's, and that's why I'm attracted to this industry. Like the harder I work, the harder you work, the, the more compensation that we'll get and the more that we're able to do. Like money, for me, like money's, money's kind of energy. Like if I make money, I'm able to maybe hire somebody else or, you know, imp- you know, make something else happen mm-hmm. or invest in something and, you know, kind of like make more, make more of an impact, which yeah. is what it's really about. And I think about just like right now, like I want to try to sell as much houses as possible so I can make money and invest it back in my business and grow it. Bill, I, I know we got to leave in a little bit, but you just hit something so on the head that I didn't even think about. There's a lot of commission based you know, industries out there. You can be an insurance rep. You can be this person, that person and and get, you know, commission and have a commission based lifestyle where you're always like achieving more. 
but there's not too many industries that you can build a business around that commission-based lifestyle and have the opportunity to reinvest those commissions into your business um, and your brand and who you are as a business person. Um, yeah. Touch on that a little bit, you know, in real estate about how um, it is like your own business. You're not just even in the end of the day, we're talking about how you're a salesperson. It's a little yeah. bit more than that. You're controlling, you know, your own business. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, it's not like you're just a salesperson at some company and there's no like direct path to move up or like grow to the next stage or have this become your business. Like so many sales sales uh, positions, you can make good money, but you're not going to you're not going to own that business one day. Mm. Like it's there's just not a path for it. Where in real estate, there's like a direct path where if you were good at sales and you build a team around you, yeah. you could own the brokerage, you could own a team at the office, you could own the title company. Um, and think about this, it costs like a thousand bucks to get your real estate license. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you start selling, it's like, and all you have to do is invest your time and make some money and invest it in your business and slowly grow it and bring people on. And you could own this bit, you could own a brokerage, own a business, you know, own so much, invest in real estate, so many different companies. It's like, it's like, it's like the biggest opportunity and it's so easy to get into it. So I, I love talking to people about it. I think it's like. And for, for the right people, if, if that's your personality and you want to be in something like that, I just can't think of a better opportunity, another yeah. business that poses all of those benefits, all of that growth opportunity for such a little investment. It should be harder. It should be harder to get into this. It definitely should be harder. And it will be. It probably yeah. will be actually in the future. But yeah. Hey, uh, Bill, do you have time for one one question that uh, yeah, somebody sure. chatted in? All right, cool. Um, it says you've talked a you talked about a lot of things you focused on, especially in early going, but what is one thing, if anything, that separates Bill Carriker from the competition? Like, what did you do? What did, what do you think you're doing different than others? Or what would your clients say they prefer in you versus other agents? Great question. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I do get a lot from clients that I work with that I'm just like, they like that I'm not a pushy salesperson and that like, I don't really care what house they buy or like, even if they buy one at all, like I'm just trying, like I'm easygoing. I'm trying to figure out their situation and help them out. If I feel like they're not really need to buy a house or sell, I'm just not going to spend my time with them. So I'm a little bit picky in that way. But like for people that really have a need to make a move, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I'm really good at like helping figuring out what they want, helping them make that decision and not being pushy. Like, I don't care. Like don't, or like I'm the first one to tell them, don't buy this. Like this house is terrible. Like trust me, <laughs> not want this. Like because I, I just because I just don't want to deal with like if it's like a new construction house that I don't think was built well, or like there's some something that just doesn't like seem like it. Like yeah, I could sell it and make some money, but like I'm gonna get a call in six months. Like hey, my roof's leaking. Like that's I I would I do not want that. I would yeah. keep the money. I want to sleep at night. Um, and and I think like my moral kind of compass. Like just, it, like I that's one of my principles for myself. But um, I think one thing that separates me from some people, not everyone, but some people that get started, like I'm, I'm willing to outwork other people. I'm willing to sacrifice the weekends. I'm willing to, like, I, I just think like I'm going to outwork people and I'm going to put in the time and I'm going to do as many open houses as, as I need to. And I think once you, once you do that and you work hard and you get compensated and you see it turn into business or you see like what you, what you're able to do, you know, you, you spend a little bit of time, you do one more open house, you meet that client that turns in that business and you're able to invest back in your business. Like I get so much energy and fuel out of that. And I'm so pumped about that and it fuels my work ethic. So, you know, I, I think um, I, I have like a gear in me where I'm just ready to go. And so if you're not like this, this is a business. And if you're not really like ready to go, go all in and put in that type of work, like someone like me or someone like Newman is going to be doing it. And, you know, it's not like in real estate, it's not like you're competing with other agents necessarily. Like it, it could be competitive. Like say if there's a listing and like they're interviewing a few agents, they, like, yeah, you're competing with those agents, but typically you're not really competing with other agents. You're competing with yourself. Like there's enough business out there. Like if you're going to go out and meet people, you're going to make money. You're going to do well. So you're competing with yourself. I, my skill, what I'm working on is just becoming the best version of myself or getting my sales up, doing the right thing, lead generating, working out, working on my mindset, leadership skills, building my network. Um, and I'm not going to stop. And I feel like I'm just getting started with that. So I'm really excited. 
Fire. Um, awesome. Thank you so much, Bill, for, for joining us. Um, quick call to action to the Think community. If you guys aren't already a part of the Facebook group, make sure you go onto Facebook and join the Think community. You'll see Bill in there. Uh, Bill, this is not going to be the last time that we hear from you. Um, I'm looking forward to many more, you know, interviews to, to kind of, you know, keep up with your success and your journey along real estate. Uh, thank you again for, for coming on, Bill. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Well, hey, like I said, I'm just getting started. So I think in six months, 12 months down the road, it'll be another interesting conversation to have. And I'm grateful to come on and be part of the community. Thank you, Bill. Really appreciate it, bro. Thanks. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, to those who are watching, thank you for watching so much. Again, this is Jared Dykus from the Think Community. Uh, join the Facebook group. Be on the lookout for a lot of new content that's coming your way regarding, you know, getting into the real estate industry, um, disrupting the real estate industry, getting better with your sales business, um, or even just some lifestyle stuff in general. Um, but it was great chatting with you, Bill, and thank you to everyone who's watching. Mm -hmm.